welcome to the Mind Body Podcast, your rebellious podcast with me, your host, Maria, where it is all about a strong body, calm mind, healing, and fully living. And today, our special guest is Angela Lee. Hello, Angela. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I am so excited to talk to your audience and hopefully give them great value. Yeah, Angela, I'm very excited. You and I connected through um, Authority Magazine and you gave a phenomenal interview, which I'm super excited and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But today we're going to get to know who you are, how you got to what you do and how you're changing the world with your work. So Angela, you're an author of children fantasy series. And what I love about that is that you teach kids emotional resilience, which I think it is so important nowadays with a lot of, you know, the rapid changing world. Yeah, the changes that kids have to deal with at a much uh, faster pace than we ever did as kids. Um, mm-hmm. They're exposed to so much more than we were exposed and they don't understand a lot of it. So I think stories such as yours and having the book series Bella Santini Chronicles, it's the name of your stories. Uh, I'm just so excited you're here, Angela. Really, thank you so much. Let's dive in and give yeah. us words that describe who Angela is and give us a little bit of a backstory behind each word. Okay. So the, um, who Angela is, Angela is just a normal woman, like every other woman. (laughs) And I have been gifted with the ability to write engaging stories and also to access higher consciousness that is built into the stories but I didn't have that gift all I mean it was probably in the background but I didn't realize I had the gift all my life I was you know I worked in government I was a middle manage manager in local government I was a mom I was in a I don't want to say miserable, but it was, I'm, I'll say toxic marriage. Okay. And um, really quite kind of unhappy in life. I, I knew that there was something more and I knew that somehow I wasn't accessing it. And one night in October of 2017, my house burned down in a wildfire. And for a lot of people, well, for everybody, when you when you lose all your possessions, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, what do I do next? What step do I take? You're thrown into this complete chaos. But in the aftermath, I started asking some serious life questions like, am I living the life that I'm really supposed to live? Am I happy? Do I want to live this way for the rest of my life? And I just had this visceral body reaction of no. (laughs) So I started making changes and I left the marriage. I ended up quitting my job. And I moved to England and started writing these fantastical tales. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting because 
and I talk about this all the time that frequently we are pushed to step outside of our comfort zone. And, you know, the comfort zone could be a job we despise, a marriage we're not happy with, whatever it is. Um, And we just sit there because it's comfortable. And it's because all that we know. And sometimes it takes something big. You know, hopefully it's not you losing your house. Sometimes it's a health care. Sometimes it's losing a loved one. To kind of exactly do what you do, to ask yourself the question, is that all life there is to it? Yeah, Exactly. It is. um, So. And and I wish that we all could ask that kind of question earlier before the disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But when, you know, I said it was a toxic marriage and that really goes back to my childhood because I had an alcoholic father and he was filled with rage. And so I was exposed to a lot of um, critical sayings, critical thinking, and and rage when I was young. I made a decision that rage is something no one should feel. So <laughs> I repressed my anger, but this is key. I was in judgment of anyone who showed rage. Mm-hmm. My former husband also had a traumatic childhood, but his childhood decision was that anger gets you the prize. You get, you win the angrier you get. So we were quite the combo. We were quite the couple. Exactly. So that was the toxicity of our marriage. And both of us, you know, he he learned to use anger, but he learned to use it in a very negative and damaging way. I learned to repress anger without knowing that there are positive ways to express anger. And so that's really the magic that's in my book series is giving kids these understandings that Yes, there are positive ways to express so that you get the energy out without hurting yourself or others. And I think that is so powerful because in so many cultures, in so many families, the topic of emotions and expressing your emotions or even addressing or acknowledging your emotions is like a no-no, right? Like we don't talk about that. Right. Like shove them down and hope they never surface back. And as we know, that is not the healthy way to go. So <laughs> kids through the kids stories, honestly, I think some of your stories can be very much applicable to adults. Absolutely. What are some of the ways, I mean, let's talk in the context of kids, like I shared with you, you know, I'm a parent, I have a 13 year old and it's a 13 year old. That's like a special age that, you know, there's a lot of emotions. Right. There's a, a lot, lot of going on. <laughs> Uh, sometimes it's just giving them the space to process the emotions and also creating awareness. Like one time I had to tell my daughter, like, I understand you're going through this and you don't know what's happening, but you have to be aware of like the people around you. And it's like, it's because, you know, now we're a little bit in that phase. Sometimes it's all about me and it's like, mm, no, really. not always. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> so, but it's creating that awareness um, at a certain age. And That's lucky, a- 
Yeah. A very good relationship. But talk to us a little bit more about your experience and what's in your books. Like, what can parents find that's uh, empowering to their kids as well and the parents? Well, there's a lot of different perspectives looking at things from a different direction. Um, you know, we've all heard that hurt people hurt people, and it makes sense. But when we understand that emotions, when repressed, they either go inward and and we end up attacking ourselves subconsciously, or they go outward and we attack others. And there's there's only that duality, that push and pull. And so understanding that someone who is a bully or is causing you pain most likely is doing the outward attack that they have an internal injury that they are expressing outward. And so that just that one understanding, hey, it's not me that's the problem. It's that that person hasn't ever dealt with their emotions, so they continually attack. Um, the other aspect is that we are often fed um, ideas, and like the repression of emotion, from our parents. And their ideas and beliefs and their truths come from their life experience. But even though we're their child, we have a completely different life experience. And so what we as a child can understand, we don't have to believe everything that the parent believes because we don't live the same life they did. And, you know, I think about my son and all that he is exposed to compared to how when I was his age, he doesn't live the life I lived. And so the parent also understanding that while they're there to guide a child, they're not there to create expectations of outcomes. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> a big one as a parent, right? Because I came with family with very set expectations and it came from my parents, you know, growing up the way they grew up. They passed mm -hmm. on the you to exactly what you were talking about. I grew up very happy what we do, very high expectations on academia and how to do in school and where to prioritize my time. And as I've gone through my personal journey of growth, and now I have a child, I'm yeah. like, oh, I need to let her be who she is. Oh, that's so and cute. I'm like, but she <laughs> needs to have expectations, right? <laughs> Well, there, I believe that it's very important for parents to set boundaries and rules for their kids, but, and, and they can even have hopes for their child, but hopefully more surrounding that the child is able to fully express who they are in the world. And I think about, you know, the kind of father who his father was a lawyer, he's a lawyer. And he expects his 13-year-old son to be a lawyer. And he puts a lot of pressure on the child to be a lawyer. But that child may turn out to be the world's best musician. Right. And 
as parents, we need to look at the child in front of us, not the child we built up in our mind and, and place our hopes and behaviors on who they are. Yeah. Uh, from my, again, my personal experience, I was very good as a kid in sports, but I came, I come from Eastern Europe and I come from a family of academia. And back in the day, the people who went to play sports were the kids who did not do well academically. So mm. you are in a family of, you know, academia, you don't go play sports. So it was about studying and doing this, any sport that I did well in, I was taken out and I was put on that trajectory to get, and, you know, did my parents mean bad? Not really. No, they wanted, they the, best wanted the best for you. Exactly. And, you know, now it's interesting because I've gone through my growth journey, but my hubby, He's an engineer and my daughter, my daughter is actually very much like me. She's expressive. She loves to move. And my husband is like, Matt. And I'm like, oh. and she's good in math. I was good in math, but I see where her spirit is. Like, I don't see her as an engineer, for example. Right. Right. Like, and I don't know. like it's whatever it is her, like she needs to do something that's fulfilling for her. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how many, how many adults are walking around in life, fulfilling their parents' desires rather than their own? Oh my gosh. I was just having a conversation with a young client today and he's figuring out his path in life. And we got, we started talking about success Mm -hmm. and the definition of success. Ah, that's interesting. And to be honest with you, I've actually started stirring away from the word success because I think um, there is some damaging repercussions if we think about success in the standard definition of success. Yes. So to most people, the stereotypical definition of success is, you know, get a good job, make a good salary, have a good title, you know, live in such and such house, have such a car, whatever it is that's valuable, whatever the values are in your family. Mm-hmm. How often do we think of be happy, be fulfilled? Right. I, <laughs> I have told a story of two brothers. One goes to New York and becomes a stockbroker and he's like works 80 hours a week. He makes millions and he is stressed beyond measure. The other brother lives in a shack on Hawaii. He surfs and he makes money by teaching people how to surf. But he's calm and he's happy and he works, you know, 25 hours a week. Who is a success there? Well, let's go by standard definition. (laughs) Right? Right. The miserable going to die at 40 um, because so so we normalize that because it's like, well, it's okay. You're just stressed out. I mean, you're not sleeping. You know, you're only having anxiety attacks. You're on antidepressant, but that's okay. You got your next promotion coming up, right? You are doing a glass of wine, right? (laughs) Well, you know, it's so funny. We talked today about addictions and why do people go towards addictions? Because yeah, what do the addictions do? It's it's okay to turn off the brain. That's as it's you- a numbing mechanism. And when you think about emotion, it's it's an escape from an emotion, really. Yeah. And all the different numbing mechanisms. It could be shopping. Yeah, could be exercise. 
It could be exercise. It could be eating. It could be coming home, cracking a beer and turning on the football game. All these are ways that we have been taught by our parents to use to avoid emotion, but our parents didn't have the understandings of emotion that are so readily available to us now. There is a book by Alice Miller that um, a psychologist, she wrote, The Body Never Lies, and Mm. she documented children from trauma into adulthood. And, you know, I use her quotes often (laughs) because she puts like the exclamation mark on the work that I do. We must teach our kids that emotions are neutral. They're not good or bad. And that it is the expression of our emotions that can be either negative or positive. And when we choose the positive expression of emotion, so let's talk about anger, the positive expression of emotion might be going to run five miles and, or it could be beating up a punching bag. Yeah. It could be sitting down and writing all your anxieties and worries and anger and stuff out on a paper. It could be painting a picture, you know, with big swashes of color, getting, getting that energy to move and getting it out. So that is really the, the purpose behind my books is giving kids these ideas that there are, there are ways punching, I think in one of the chapters, um, the young girl ends up punching a bunch of pillows because she has so much anger about what happened and she needed to get it out. I suggest that to clients who are angry all the time, punch a pillow, scream into a pillow. Scream, yeah. (laughs) Whatever it takes, just don't scare the neighbors. (laughs) Um, You can't release that emotion. Absolutely. So- If anyone walks away from this podcast with an idea to keep, it's that all emotions need to be expressed. I love that. I was about to ask you for your favorite quote or a piece of advice. And I think (laughs) you said it before I even asked you, all emotion needs to be expressed. That's brilliant. And I do have to say, I always say that I didn't realize it's not my quote at all. It was mine. I always say the body never lies because I help people get to their to be aware of their state of being through their body, through the physical. Oh, that's um, so important. The somatic. Yeah, the somatic experience. And I always say the body never lies. Now I I have to look that up to make sure that (laughs) copyright, right? I um, always quote a book that's um, the body keeps the score. Do you know, have you heard? Oh, yes, that's another. and, And it's really the same information, basically, that there is no repression of emotions emotions are energy and if you do not express them they stick with you then the stuck emotion creates cellular changes the body starts attacking itself that's inward attack or (laughs) then there's people like my ex-husband who would express his anger outward and that caused emotional scarring on many people so yeah yeah. The body never lies. The body never lies. And uh, let's start wrapping up. Uh, before I ask you where people can find you, do you have any exciting news you want to share with us? 
I do. So, <laughs> I am in a contest called Fab Over 40. And the winner of the contest would get the contest is ends at the end of December. Um, and the winner gets $40,000 and a spocation and a magazine article. And for me, that's so key. The more people who hear my message, the more people will find positive ways to express their emotions. And having the cash would allow me to truly market my books in a way that my budget had not allowed me to do up until now. So I just, if anyone gets any value from this podcast, I'm hoping that they would be inclined to vote. Yes, congratulations. That's huge, Angel. Just even being nominated, that's huge news. So congrats about that. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Tell us, where can people find you? Online, website, social media? Yeah, my my website is the place to find everything. So it's Angela Lee, A-N-G-E-L-A-L-E-G-H dot com. And from that site, you can access the books. You can click on my social media links. You can access um, parenting and parenting resources. So there's a lot of value, especially in the parenting section. (laughs) Yes. Those of us parents will be looking in there. Rebels, I do hope this was highly beneficial to you. I'll tell you as a parent personally, that is a huge topic for me that I'm constantly wanting to learn more. And as an adult and as a human being who experiences emotion every day. So really hopeful that you found this information um, intriguing and it's making you curious and it's getting you to pause and think. If you have any questions, you know where to find Angela. Angela, thanks for being here with us. And you guys, we will see you next time. Make sure to stay rebellious.